We thought we would start this year with Michelle Scott, a numerologist, to talk to us about the energy that house numbers have in your home. As we are entering 2023 with a whole lot of uncertainty with the interest rate increases of 2022, inflation and other factors, we thought that this would be a great episode for those who are looking for that dream home to understand the energy they want to attract when buying or renting, or understand the energy of their current home. Let's get into it. House numbers play a subconscious role in how we choose the house that is right for us. Each number resonates a certain vibration that rings true to the people who live there. Numerology explains that. Today, for a bit of fun, we're going to talk to an expert numerologist and go through all the different house numbers and see what characteristics they portray. You're listening to Real Estate Right. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent, and invest right. Your host is Sue Langder. Real Estate Right is here to search for the answers you want to hear when it comes to all things real estate in Melbourne. Search our library of how-to information that inspires understanding and action so that you will be better in the know when dealing with real estate agents and their affiliated businesses. Michelle Scott is a Casey Radio talk host, the founder of a fast-growing wellness community, holistic counsellor and meditation teacher with a sideline of numerology. And she is here today to talk to us about how our house numbers have different energies. Welcome, Michelle. How are you? Very good and very happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming along. Now, I love numbers and anything to do with the mystic arts. I see a lot of characteristics and how the many different homes I have lived in have played different roles in my life. Um, But how did you get into numerology? Oh, I tell you, um, and yes, thank you. I'm I'm so glad that you love numerology and love the uh, the mystical and the metaphysical as much as I do. Yeah. So I didn't know, you know, as a teenager, I didn't know so um, I didn't know about the spiritual or self development or any of those things. But what I did do as a teenager was I spent many hours thinking about who am I, mm. why am I here, what is my purpose. Those three questions they really really plagued me mm. and uh, and then what happened was I kind of went down the normal path we all go down school didn't like it left early went to uh, went to business uh, secretarial college entered the workforce as you do as a as a junior clerk and uh, and then what happened was um, you know and then I had the love of my life and we were engaged we were going to get married and then by some strange twist of fate uh, this life that I, I, running alongside the who am I, I had also imagined, you know, this night in, in shining armour and it would all be yeah. beautiful and uh, sweep me up my feet and we'd live happily ever after. Mm. And, and what happened was that didn't turn out that way. And mm. uh, because of that, it, I, it took me off overseas, a thing I was never going to do. I never thought about doing that, but that's what happened. And that was the beginning. It was the beginning of my my self-development, my personal development and my spiritual development. And I learned lots of different things, but I got to my 30s and each of the things I learned, I, I, I was always attracted to astrology. I loved 
hand analysis. I studied tarot, Chinese astrology, yeah. dream analysis, space reading. I've done so many different things. And they were all yeah. exciting and they all added um, another little bit of an answer to those questions. But mm. none of them answered those questions entirely until my mid-30s. And I found numerology, had never heard of it. A friend yeah. was studying and she said, oh, I'm doing this thing numerology it's it's numbers based on your full name at birth and your birthday details and I was like what's that and that was it honestly I started studying on my own then I actually went to um uh there was a a college at the time specializing in uh in these metaphysical topics and so I learned it uh started to teach it and numerology answered every it answered those three questions in depth and detail and then so much more Wow. It's been, it's been one of the biggest loves of my life and it's been such a relationship. You oh, know? <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Oh, look, I, I, I pull out the numbers every now and again and people go, oh, I can't believe you believe in that stuff. And it's like, <laughs> oh, there is so much truth in it. Like I can see. And I guess, I guess for a lot of people, it's more about the different aspects that you see. Like you see this at, the qualities or the personalities come through in a whole number and like and, and yes. that's that's I suppose the intriguing thing for me. What is numerology? I think you explained it really well actually when you said that uh you said uh, did you say intuitive arts? You said mystic, mystic arts. Mystic arts. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah I think of I actually think of numerology, I've actually been talking about it like this uh recently, which is uh the life coaching tool of the future. Yeah. You yeah. know, I really, uh, yeah, I really believe, like the Myers-Briggs, you know, in the corporate world, you can, uh, they yeah. do that Myers-Briggs uh, personality indicator. Numerology is like that. It's a modality for, it's a tool for better understanding ourselves and and just so happens to actually also be about our life cycle. So, therefore, it can actually be intuitive as well. You know, mm. I don't. I don't think about it as as being. Uh, I don't think about it as being psychic. I don't think about it as being predictive. Mm. But actually, it is about cycles. And when you understand uh, each number, the personality, the challenge, and the cycle, then you can get pretty good at at uh, just uh, uh, you know interpreting the numbers, and uh, you can get pretty good at. Um, sort of uh, anticipating what kind of things that person is likely to attract. In terms of houses, how do we work out how to get our house number to a single digit? Yes, lovely. So, you know, your personal profile, I think I mentioned it before, but I'll say it again, is worth, we work that yeah. out uh, using your full name at birth, including your middle name and your birth date details. And then what yeah. we do is, but people always say, oh, what if I change my name or I'm adopted? Yep. We take, uh, we can do all of, we can take all of that into account. And so what we do is we mm-hmm. always add the numbers together until we are left with one digit between one and nine. And then we have yep. two master numbers, 11 and 22. Look, some numerologists will actually also talk about 33 and 44, but uh, okay. that's sort of been a bit of a new training thought. Originally, the original version of numerology is just 11 and uh, and 22 so but you know what i i always like to do this right if you're born on uh, a double digit number then i always like mm-hmm. to take into account and i know hans d because he's a renowned numerologist he takes into account to the double digits before that uh, before we add it uh, and equal it into that single digit so 
Um, but we do focus on the core numbers. So if you lived in number four, Shane, I'd look a little bit at the one and four as well. But but primarily we'd be focused yeah. on the five, right? Um, okay. And then even with 11, yeah. 11, we would look at 11, but we would also go one plus one equals two. So we like to bring it back to that one digit. That core one digit. So what happens when we've got a house number, say like two at 53 Smith Street or even 53A Smith yeah, Street? The, How do we work those ones the, out? The, 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 um, the units and the apartments. Um, yeah. So, look, I'd probably, as I said, I would probably actually have a little look at uh, all the numbers that make up that uh, equation um uh-huh. and um yeah i've never really thought that deeply I- I about it but um <laughs> i think that uh, we could do it a couple of ways i would look at each of those numbers anyway but then we could also actually uh, add together uh you know two slash five three so two plus five plus three equals and uh, we could read it yeah. that way or we could uh, add the five and three uh and 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 read the eight uh, and bring a little bit of the two into it. This is what I love about the numbers. You know, numbers are everywhere in life and there's so much life in numbers and I'm always taking uh, numbers. I, I look at them in all sorts of different ways to see what they are saying about who we are and where we are at. Mm-hmm. And there's many ways to do yeah. that. Yeah. Does the house number mean that it attracts certain people to it or mm. is it more about the energy the house creates within the people who live right there. yeah good question and a little bit of both you know a little bit of both when I was sort of going yeah. um going through it and 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 uh, sort of thinking about it again for uh for your podcast because you know obviously mostly I'm I'm all about uh, the personality and and uh um life purpose and meaning and life cycles so yeah. when I was thinking about it again I thought you know what firstly you could uh you could think that uh with the house numbers from one to nine you could uh, you could even think about it in in terms of uh, different types of situations that we can be in and uh, and how we all sort of start out on that independent living on our own journey. So you know, number one in numerology mm-hmm. is very uh, is is independent. Number one in numerology is very much uh, that's when we start to develop ourselves. Okay, if life worked out perfectly, mm-hmm. then the first thing we should all be doing in life is learning how to stand on our own two feet. So number one, we could maybe find like me when I first left home. Uh, you could probably find with the house number one, maybe singles are attracted to a house number one. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe you're, you're living on your own. Maybe all of those that are living on our own are attracted to numbers that uh, add up eventually to one. So that would be the number one. That mm. would be 10. Uh, that would be 19. And that would be uh, 28 because then 28, two plus eight equals 10 and one plus zero equals one. So it could yeah. be like that. Yeah. Two could be couples. Maybe couples are usually in in in, in any yeah. variation of two, etc. I don't want to jump ahead, but uh, but yeah. So it could it could be yeah. it could be that uh, you are in that particular situation that uh, is indicated by the uh, the energy of that number, or it could be that uh, um, you know the individuals in that house are going through that particular cycle that the number relates to right so maybe if you're in a house five which is all about travel maybe you're in a in a number five house during the time in your life when you are in a job where you travel or you are uh you know doing a lot of traveling or you are a a rep on the road and you you uh you know you're out and about all the time so yeah both both ways yeah 
Sounds good. So how is that different to the personal year numbers? How can we understand the cycles in numerology that help us welcome in new beginnings and let go of yeah. old experiences? So, um, well, as I said before, you know, numerology is giving us insight into both the personality and our life cycles. So uh, in numerology, what yeah. you've got, and just think, I always I always sort of uh, use the um, example of a trip, a road trip around Australia, Okay. Uh, you've got the whole yeah. of Australia with your life path number in numerology. That's the longest, your longest cycle from birth to death is the life path number. So it's like the whole road trip around Australia, but you can't make that road trip all in one day. Yeah. You've got, uh, yeah. you've got lots of, uh, if I had to do a road trip around Australia, I'm going to have to do some long journeys from state to state. And there's going to be a lot of short journeys to get to those different states. Uh, so in numerology, what you've got is your life path number, but you've also got some pinnacle cycles, which are longer periods of time in which there'll be a different yeah. number in those uh, in those pinnacle cycles. And every time you enter the energy of a new number, there are new opportunities to grow and there are new challenges to overcome to grow. So when you think about your own yeah. life and you think, you know, when I was a teenager, I used to love spending a lot of time on my own. Maybe you were in a, 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 a cycle, a pinnacle cycle of seven. Oh, I used to be really athletic when mm -hmm. I was a kid. You probably uh, were in a pinnacle four. Oh, I used to be, uh, you know, I used to do drama. Well, maybe you were in a pinnacle three, right? It's amazing. And then with the yeah. personal year cycle, Sue, that's every year. So every year another cycle yeah. enters your life and it's in line with the universal cycle, which is based on, uh, the year so for example we are in a universal year five uh, because we are in 2021 so two plus zero yeah. plus two plus one yeah. equals five and we take that number we add it to your achievement number your birth date and month and that's your personal year cycle for the year and what that'll tell me is again new energy new opportunities new challenges so similar to uh, your house number uh, that can give you, well, your personal year cycle is personal. So that's definitely going to show you yeah. uh, where you are at. A am I in a phase of beginnings or completion? Am I in the phase of romance and family or is it more a social time for me this year? That's what your yeah. personal year yeah. cycle will give you insight into. Yeah, I'm sure it does. So we'll have a short break and come back with more from Michelle Scott and go through each and every house number and what they mean. You're listening to Real Estate Right, and today we have numerologist Michelle Scott on to talk to us about the fun topic of what our house number means in numerology. So I'm going to give it to you, Michelle. What does a yes. number one house mean? Oh, I love it. So, um, yeah, look, bearing in mind, of course, you know, there's not, this is, this is just, uh, you can get a really good uh, idea of, uh, of the energy of the numbers as we talk through uh, talk through uh, these house numbers from uh, one to nine. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit about 11 and, and 22. Yeah. Bearing in mind, though, at the same time, you know, your personal profile is going to be, it's like astrology. When you read out the sun signs in uh, the newspaper, yeah. you know, some of them are going to relate and uh, and some of them will not because it's gen it, it's so general. Yes. But when you get, uh, you know, when you get your astrology 
makeup done. It's uh, tapping into the whole of your chart, not just uh, one little little yeah. piece of it. So the house numbers are the same, you know. Uh, we don't know why, but for the for, for, for the large part, they can uh, really tap into what that individual, where they're at and what they're going through. But at the same time, you know, have a bit of fun with it. Take it with a, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. But number one in numerology is definitely about independence. So, you know, if I think about ideally, um what sort of situation would you be in where would you be at in your life if you lived in a in a house number one then uh you know I reckon you would be uh, you would be a single you know yeah. it, it would be single single perhaps single people sharing but uh, but also uh, I think of myself uh you know when I moved out of out of home I think of myself living uh, overseas in my own little bed sit yeah you know I think mm-hmm. I think of that number one as being a uh, People in, in in one houses would be um, uh, singles, and it would be all about uh, number one is all about independence. Number one is all about uh, innovation. Number one is actually as an archetype in numerology is the leader. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So you know you would be starting uh, out maybe start- starting out new beginnings, new beginnings. Um, and and you yeah, new beginnings and uh, you would certainly be with uh, with with that number one. Um, yeah, it would definitely be about a a unique path, you know. So, so you might be, you might find that uh, the individuals within one houses can be a little bit off the beaten track. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. So, how about a number two house? What would we find number in a number two? two? Well, I reckon so number two is all about partnership. Where number one is uh, number one is learning how to uh, stand on our own two feet. Number two is learning how to play nice with others. So number two is all about partnerships. So, you know, you might find, and again, it's number two or it's 11, which is one plus one is two, uh, even though we can talk a little bit uh, more about them later. Uh, you then have uh, number 20, and then you uh, also have... Um, uh, 29 which is then 11 and also two so mm. I think number two uh, you know two houses uh, uh, if they were mostly filled with couples you know if it was mostly um, partnership and 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 even to think of colors you know like number one with uh, that bold number one is 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 uh, lots of drive and competitiveness with number one mm. so the colors perhaps would be bold in in those houses well with number two it's a very nurturing energy number two is the peacemakers mm-hmm. so uh, you know those sorts of colors would be more serene and more soothing yeah so yeah so if you were a single person living in a number two house would you suggest that you may actually bring on that partner coming in or not yes well exactly could be couldn't it if you're if you're an individual living in an upper two house then perhaps uh, you're going to meet someone perhaps the energy is uh is is uh um rife for in any phase of twos and sixes it's very much about uh, you know make that list of who you want to meet because the chances of you attracting that other um, and it doesn't have to be romance. What if it was a really great friend? What if, mm. it was, what if it was a best friend? And also it doesn't have to be an external thing. Two is about unity. So mm. if you're an individual living in a two house, what if, it, what if in, the, in the energy of that you are becoming more reconciled? You are becoming more united with different parts of you mm. and therefore becoming, becoming sort of coupled up from the inside out. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. And it's also nurturing. So if you're an individual in a, in a number two house, then, you know, um, it's it's a nurturing energy. So maybe you're in that space because it's time to love yourself more. Number two is about self-love and nurturing 
uh, yourself, nurturing your dreams, nurturing your goals and ambitions. Yeah, sounds good. Now, number three. Is number three a bit more playful? Number three. Number three is uh, very social. If we're referring to an aspect of uh, an area of, of our lives, number three is very social. Yeah. Um, and as an aspect of self, number three is uh, is very much about people, uh, very communicative, uh, very creative. So, you know, if I had to think about what sort of occupants uh, might occupy a number three house, I'd be thinking friendship. Yeah. I'd be thinking uh, what if it's a house that's filled with uh uh, good friends all sharing and flooding together. Uh, what if it's a it's a house uh, full of creatives, yeah? Mm-hmm. And if you are, you know, not uh, if you're a couple in a in in, in that kind of uh, energy or an individual just on your own in that kind of energy, then that energy of, of number three, whenever we are in a phase or the energy of a number three, then it's very much about tapping into that side of ourselves, our social, our um, ability to uh, build rapport and, you know, hi, how are you going kind of uh, a part of ourselves with others. And uh, perhaps in that space, you are tapping more into your creativity. You could be a photographer or a musician or and you don't have to be famous or great at it but maybe you just have a passion thing that's coming out more in in the energy of that house number three yeah sounds good i know somebody who'd be interested in that who you know in a number three house um now number fours which can be that lovely lucky unlucky number 13 um Yes, yes. And, you know, the, the Chinese are very anti number fours. Um, what, mm. why would they be anti it and what can we make positive about it? Mm, mm. And I think what they're anti about is the 13. Yeah. Yes. The 13. They love the number eight. The Chinese love the number eight. And we'll talk about why when we get there. But uh, yeah, it's that 13. And look, you know, in numerology, there's four combination combinations of numbers that uh, can have a lot of challenges mm-hmm. and 13 is one of them we've got 13 we've got 14 we've got um uh 19 and and the 16 i mentioned to you earlier so uh those numbers are karmic bit of a story and and certainly can be um a bit more of a challenge but if we talk about the number four and getting back to bright to to, to colors with the number three they'd be very bright yeah number three is very bright yeah um and and outgoing outgoing energy but number four number four is very physical practical grounded so if i had to think about uh, what sort of occupants might uh, be well suited to a four house uh i'd be thinking uh, uh athletes right so maybe when you know the Olympia, the Olympics, and when they have those Olympic, uh, uh, those athlete uh, villages, you know. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe in a, a house number four, you are either already into uh, the physical, mm-hmm. uh, already in touch mm-hmm. with that physical part of yourself, or if you are not an athlete and living in, in a number four, you would be in the energy of being more into your body, more concerned about health, more into your home. Four is everything that is physical, that is foundation. So you might be more concerned. Uh, four is the journey of self-discipline. So in any cycle of four and house number four, maybe uh, that part of you that is more organized, more disciplined, wanted to be more efficient, comes out in the energy of, of that number. So, uh, yeah, the Chinese are not attracted to that uh, number 13. And 
And, and in actual fact, when I did that research for, uh, I was saying to you earlier, for um, a radio show that I was on a couple of years ago, uh, in China, they can actually literally just leave out that floor. I know. In a high-rise building. Yeah, yeah, they just don't have uh, anyone. Now the challenge with the 13, I'll, I'll just talk about the 13 as a challenge, uh, and, and I'm not sure if this applies, uh, how this would show up in, in, in a house number, but... Uh, you know, it's one, three, and then one, three equals four. So sometimes with 13, it can be, and if I think why we don't like the 13, it's for the same reason, which is that we get stuck. Mm. Sometimes too much four energy becomes uh, limited, contracted, and just stuck. It becomes too rigid. Mm. And when you have rigidity in life, you know, as you would know, when we build buildings, when we build anything, you've got to have some flex and flow. Yeah. Um, otherwise it cracks wide open. So, uh, and, and we're like that with um, the 13, we put that label on 13 being the unlucky numbers. So now no one wants to. <laughs> well, if you think no about it, to, you put a one and a three together. So one being a leadership leader and then you put a three which is like a a playful childlike kind of thing together they're complete opposites and they're they're going to be the positive expression of uh the positive expression there actually is perfect because the one is uh the one is the leadership three is actually um the creative expression Mm. so when that comes together beautifully it's the number four meaning that then you can take uh one is also very innovative. So one and three is uh, creative thinkers. Mm. And if you take that creative thinking and put it into the hands of number four, number four is the worker. Number yeah. four is the one that can put her head down, her bum up, and she does the work. Yeah. If you've only got a creative thinker that doesn't have any four in her makeup, then all you've got is pipe dreams and lots of great ideas that never come out of the darkness of your mind into the light of day. Yeah. So that can actually be a beautiful combination or it could be, as you said, it could be threes can be very scattered and frivolous and superficial. Yeah. And one can, can be uh, riddled with self-doubt. And so if you put that together, it can become number four in its uh, challenge uh, perspective, which is um, limited and, and held back and, and um, a little bit obsessive compulsive. Yeah. So yeah, it can be fraught with danger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to go into my house number, number five. How are we going to go here? Now, number five, look, I reckon travellers in the number five, number five is uh, absolutely about change. So I'm actually in a, in, a, in a full sheen. I'm a one plus four equals five. So, but luckily I already knew all about numerology before I moved in here. And what's so interesting is I moved in, uh, number one, I moved in as a single mother. Mm-hmm. Um, 20 years ago, actually. Uh, I'm a birthday four, so, you know, four has that foundation. And then five has changed. So four is also, um, so for the longest time there was no change. And then, you know, for the last uh, uh, seven, eight years, there's been lots of change. So five is all about uh, a change and depending on what numbers are before that. As I said, me, I'm 14. Uh, with four, you've also got, what's the other um Two plus two yeah, uh, equals four. Yeah. Uh, but five is definitely about change. So, you know, households that uh, um, a number five house, you can expect there would be change. You can expect, and it doesn't have to mean the change is always good. Number five is you're either going to make changes of your own accord. And if you don't, the universe might make the changes for you. Yeah. 
right? But in any case, there will be lots of comings and goings in uh, in the energy of five. It's all about, uh, you know, this isn't working. How can we, five is the problem solver. This isn't working. Uh, what else can we do? What else do we uh, do we need? What do we need to learn to do different and to do uh, better here? So number five is adventurous. It's action-oriented, uh, very active, uh, dynamic energy. And if we're talking uh, colour, four would be natural and neutral and five would be really eclectic and uh, unusual and quirky, Yeah. right? Um, so, yeah, lots of... Um, Lots of change with uh, with number five. And if you're not making the change, if number five isn't making the change on the outer level, then on an inner level, maybe they're scattered. Yeah. Maybe they're scattered. Maybe they start a lot of things and they don't finish them. Yep. To multitask, lots of things going on. But that's where the five can do itself in because then it takes on too much. Um, yeah. and, and then, yeah, yeah. Um, so they need to actually, that's where the number four is great. Number four is very much, number four can start it and carry it through to uh, the end. But sometimes with number four, as we said, they can actually uh, get stubborn about it, where sometimes mm. they need to let go, they'll hold on. And sometimes with the number five, the number five needs to hold on, but it lets go. Yeah. Mm. So they work well together. They do. Mm. Now, Number six, if I recall, is a bit of a homely energy. Is that yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Any variation of six is all about family. Any cycle of six, it's all about family. It's about uh, responsibility within family. It's a loving energy. It's about harmony. Six is actually also two and six um, and nine uh, have a lot of creativity. So the, the, the six can be the visual artist. Two is very musically inclined. And number mm-hmm. nine, nine can, nines are, you know, threes and nines can be actors um, and, and technical creativity with the nines. So, yeah, sixes also, sixes are beauticians and hairdressers and counsellors. Mm. So in the energy of that, you know, if you're not a family, but uh, you might have that energy within your house, maybe maybe you're, you're not a family, but maybe everyone comes to you with their problems. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the number six. And I reckon number six, uh, number six is also the teacher. So, you know, if uh, there might be teachers and and, and psychologists living within uh, uh, that number. And and if you think about decor, the number six is very uh, country roadish, you know. Um, Yeah, sixes really have an eye for beauty. A lot of sixes can be, uh, you know, great cooks and interior Mm. designers. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Now, what's does number seven do? What's the energy oh, there? Yeah, number seven. Number seven's beautiful. Number seven is very uh, spiritual, very, very spiritual. Number seven's also, uh, number seven we call student spiritualist as well as scientist. So, okay. uh, yeah, so if you think uh, seven, if I had to think about the occupants, they could be students, you know. Um, they could be, uh, um, it, it could be a backpacker or even number fives actually could be backpacker kind of uh, situations. But seven's mm. very much about uh, study. It's very much about study, whether you are studying yeah. in a spiritual way or or, um, or or any other way. Seven is about study and it's about learning. It's very introspective and reflective. So the occupants uh, might be more quiet. The occupants might be uh, yeah, more home, more, more keep to ourselves kind of where mm. number three is very outgoing. Number five is outgoing. Number seven is very keep to myself, almost reclusive and 
hermit-like and and just prefers mm-hmm. to bury themselves in books and learning and they're very curious and they want to understand everything at that uh, sort of deeper um, level. So, yeah, I would imagine if you're <laughs> in, yeah, if you're in a, in, in a seven uh, house, then um, you'd be more, you'd be more interested uh, in, in, in that sort of, those sort of activities rather than being out and about all the time. Yeah, so more of an introverted house. More introvert. Yeah. Yeah. Now, have the lucky number eight. Again, the Chinese love number yeah, eight they homes. Do. They do love number eight homes. So number eight, and and but look, there's a little bit of a uh, little bit of a um, little bit of misunderstanding with the number eight. Number eight uh, is seen as being uh, the power number, and it's the money number, and it's the abundant, uh, successful, prosperous number. And it is all of those things uh, in its uh, in its in its strength, um, yeah. in the energy of strength. But it, it, it's actually balanced between spiritual and material. So often with the number number eight, when we are only in the pursuit of the material, we can end up dissatisfied. If it's only about the spiritual, we can actually also end up dissatisfied because we need both to make that happen. We need to have some material know-how and we also need to make sure that our material know-how is supporting a, a meaningful mission. And, yeah. and uh, you know, a wholehearted uh, um, purpose that we're not just here to, you know, uh, what's that saying, you know, feather our own backs or something, something like that. So they do love yeah. number eight because number eight is so prosperous. So I was thinking about the occupants of, of the number eight. Look, the occupants of a number eight could be career driven people at the same time. It could be retirees that have already mm-hmm. kind of made their fortune and now they're enjoying their prosperity Um, And it's very much about uh, the traditional fours and eights in numerology are practical numbers. They are more likely to be traditional, whereas five is is very, um, ones and fives are are, are very challenge the status quo. You're not going to tell me what to do type thing with that number Mm -hmm. one and number five. So, um, so yeah, in the energy of eight, if you're in in any cycle of eight, then you have more power and progress and momentum. And it's a great phase for um, reward and recognition uh, and, and promotion. Uh, so it is a great number, but as I said, uh, you know, number eight is about power and, and we learn how to use our power. When we learn how to use it effectively, we can all do whatever we set our minds to. Yeah, sounds good. Now, lucky, well, the number, number nine, nine, it's going to be something yeah. out there. It's, it's yeah. very... Um, number nine is beautiful. Number nine is actually all the helpers yeah. and healers of the world. Uh, well, I was thinking it was yeah. very spiritual, very yeah, yeah. very very helpers and healers. So if you think of a uh, you know a whole bunch of nurses flooding together or doctors, uh, uh, you know, in in the dormitories of the hospitals, you know, nines are, are helpers and healers, and we have helpers and healers in all sorts of different shapes uh, in the world. So number nine is very much it's compassion, it's lead by mm-hmm. example. Number nine is about service. It's about how can I help the world, not not how mm. can the world you know, what is the world going to do for me? It's about what can I do to be a helpful part and, and, and uh, you know, do my share in the yeah. world. So I imagine the decor with number nine would be very clean, very clear, very uncluttered, right, yeah. uh, with the number nine. And, um, 
Uh, and, and if we talk cycles, you know, number one is the new beginning, and then it goes two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine is the end. So yeah. nine is actually the length of uh, of a pinnacle cycle in numerology, and and it runs consecutively. So I'm in a personal year two. I've just started my new nine-year cycle last year. Next year will be a three, a four, a five, etc. So in a nine year, what you're getting the opportunity to do. So if you are in a nine house, the energy that you are in, you are either focused on how you can contribute in the world, how you can make the world a better place, whether you are doing it through environment or animals or mm-hmm spiritual healing or you're a psychologist a teacher uh, or like yourself you're doing this real estate podcast to enlighten and 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 help the world out in that particular field um Mm -hmm. with that uh with that number nine and the number nine is also about completion uh it's also Mm -hmm. about uh you know uh, things coming to uh, to an end. If you're in the energy of nine, it's also about what do you value. You know, uh, finding your your where you sit in terms of integrity and ethics, and really being a good example in the world. That's mm. what, uh, that's the energy of nine. Wow. Yeah. Sounds good. Now we've had a t- small chat about the master numbers, which are yeah. eleven and twenty-two. We have. How have they got um, special qualities? Well, the, the master numbers uh, eleven and twenty-two. We often find them. So we so the, the archetype for the eleven is inspirational uh, leader. The archetype for twenty-two is master builder. So both numbers have a high level of sensitivity. Um, you know, you can call it intuitiveness. You can call it. Uh, we, we do call the eleven the natural uh, psychic. Um, so, and, and what it means is I always describe intuition like this. We all think and feel, but we all think differently and we all have different levels of sensitivity with our feelings. Yeah. Intuition is another function. And uh, some of us are more intuitive and instinctive than others, but we all have that, intu- that intuition function. And especially mm-hmm. if you practice your intuition, listening to it and acting on it, it gets stronger and stronger like any other muscle, right? But 11 yeah. and 22, they do resonate to the highest vibration. If they, if, you know, uh, lots of 11s are, are spiritual healers and mediums, you know, they can easily access uh, that, that they can tune in. It's like a radio. They can tune into the other side and, and you know, they can see things. Uh, they can see around corners and read uh, between the lines so a lot of our powerful leaders in the world have 2011s and 22s but I'll give you an example of um, you know someone like Bill Bill Clinton having it or or you know Kennedy having it versus Hitler who also had it right yeah they've got the power to do great things 11s are very influential people uh, and 22s very influential uh, however whether you use your influence for you know the positive or the negative is is going to be is going to be entirely up to the individual. So there's great power, mm-hmm. but with great power comes great responsibility. So uh, the energy of eleven and twenty two, and then if it's a personal profile, I work out where it is because if it's your in your expression, then it's going mm-hmm. to be applicable to career, okay, and skill and talent. If it's in your mm-hmm. heart's desire, then it's what you want. It's what it's what drives and motivates you. So you may not achieve it because your expression number shows us your skills and talents. If it's your life path number, then it's what you've come to learn, experience, and grow mm-hmm. into. So it does depend on 
on where we find uh, those numbers. And uh, yeah, but basically those numbers have a lot of influence. Those numbers have come to do something good, something great, something wonderful in the world. They could do it, but they've got to learn how to manage some of the drawbacks are going to be nervous tension, anxiety, and overly sensitive, so overwhelm and uh, not coping with that. Uh... Are you saying so that? In terms of a house? Yeah, in terms of a house? So in terms of a house, I would, uh, well, I'd firstly probably, probably add those together. So one plus one, I'd go with the two house, and yeah. then two plus two, I'd go with the four house. But I would also yeah. look at the ones and, 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 and the twos on its own and say, you know, if you are in uh, an 11 house, then, uh, you know, can sensitivity run high? You know, can there yeah. be conflict between uh, what's what's the, the, the number one, uh, what's in it for me? Uh, or all about me, what about me? Can there be conflict mm. between my needs and your needs? Because one plus one equals two. So sometimes yeah. 11s can struggle between what I need and what others around me need. Um, mm. But, yeah, look, you know, you could be, if you're in the energy of a, a number 11 house, then uh, during that phase you might have some really big ideas about how to do something great that would help the world and if yeah. so go ahead and do it bring that idea to life because you're in the ripe energy for uh, for, for yeah. doing that and same with 22 22 is master builder so 22 is uh, if you're in the energy of 22 again whatever you are nurturing whatever you think oh that lights me up i i would love to do that or oh, i really i'd love to do that if you're in the energy of 22 do it do it because yeah. you can do it. And then two plus two equals four. So you can do it, but put some plan around it. Put some goals underneath it. Take some yeah. methodical steps and you'll make it happen with the uh, 22. Sounds like good advice. Well, Yay. thanks so much, Michelle, for You're explaining welcome. to us that our homes really do have personalities yeah. and that we need to let the house work its magic to bring out the right energy to people who live there. Next week, we are beginning the auction season again. We have Dean and Michelle Davis from Emco Property to talk to us about the process of styling when putting your home on the market. So don't miss it.